Like one of the few movies from last year. It Not- was 2019, right? Crawl was 2019. Yeah, it feels like such a long time ago, but it was 2019 because it was the same summer as Ma and the Child's Play remake and all that. Oh, and Animal Three. So yeah, right. it, it was last year. Yeah, that was a good yeah. movie. Solid flick. Yeah. So so that director uh, Alexandra Aha. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Uh, like, I butchered his name. Apologies, but uh, so his next project is actually going to be for Quibi. Now, for those at home who don't know what Quibi is, including us here at the show, here at yeah, the morgue. <laughs> I know that's like what is that? Like a short movie website or something, right? Yeah. So it's an app where like all, the whole gimmick is is like each thing is less than ten minutes. It's like the like these fully produced shows that are like in bite sizes, which yeah, I I don't get it. But then again, like I, I can sit there watching 10, 15 minute YouTube videos. You know yeah, what I mean? I was like, yeah. we, you know, like uh, uh, the main adult swim lineup was like 11 minute shows. So, yes, you know, yes. Uh, very highly produced animation. You know what I mean? For 11 minutes. Yeah. So, you know, uh, so what's he doing? Like what? What what is he actually gonna be doing? And is it a series? Is it a one off? Like, so it's uh, it is an adaptation of uh, Tomie, which I probably do, I probably don't pronounce that correctly either. But uh, so Junji Ito for the the course feeds at home would actually want to look up this guy. Uh, he is like a manga author who's famous for like doing cool ass horror stuff. Yeah, like um. If you're just browsing online, chances are you've seen the picture of like the girl with like the eye that's really sunken in, and yeah, there's kind of like a, a weird like swirl in her face. Yeah, like you know? a spiral, like a concave. Kind yeah, of where it's basically thing. like like the eye fucking swirled backwards in her head. You know yeah, what I mean? It's dope. Yeah. So that guy uh, Junji Ito, he's famous for like like that kind of imagery and it's like super detailed and it's always like super like grody and like le- it's legit like when you look at it you're like this is art even even beyond yeah. like it's yeah. body horror and like horror in general like you're like this is fucking art yeah it, it's he- very detailed gore um in pencil form uh it's it's very awesome to to actually check out um i know i've shared some stuff in the past on um on the facebook feed um of his artwork um and it's it's absolutely phenomenal um yeah what exactly um is is tome is it that's yeah uh, yeah, it's like yeah it's called tomie or some some shit like that like uh apologies to that too because like i don't know it either but the whole thing is like this this girl goes missing and they start finding her body parts around town oh shit that's yeah um, and, and then it it turns into like some super like so the one story I always recommend to everybody and it's actually getting an anime like it's going to come to Toonami. It's one of those produced by Adult Swim. 
Dope. So it's like it's going to be four episodes and it's coming later this year. When it hits, we'll talk about it for sure because that's the best way to experience it. But like um, it's called Uzumaki, which basically just means spiral. Like, nice. like, and, and that's where the thing where like the eye, the eye. that girl's eye swirls in. Awesome. Like basically with, with that story, it's just spirals start popping up everywhere. Like that's literally it. It's basically like, um, so you know how, um, the Cthulhu guy, what's his name? Oh, HP uh, Lovecraft. Yeah. So <laughs> Ido is basically like love, like he's on that same level of story where it's just like this outworldly shit just starts happening. That's awesome. And I he, love that shit. Yeah. And it's like all these horror shorts, like they're all shorts and they're all like, it's all condensed. So it's basically like people are doomed all the time. And if you love that shit, like it, it's kind of like, that's his thing. I'm you know, down. It's like, this is what we're here for. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, question is, is it going to be live action? Is it going to be animated? No, no, it's live action. Nice. And in terms of like what the Kiwi thing is, it just says adaptation. So like it's you know I don't know if it's gonna be like a with keep with Kibi anyway like it could, they could do like a uh, a movie and release it as like a show in like twenty parts or something like that in like the ten minute chunks you know like twenty parts that's a well I don't uh, know I, that's rough. <laughs> I hope not I mean, but like I'm down it sounds it sounds like a neat idea I mean it does we, we talk about here especially these last several months about just you know, giving us content. Um, and mm-hmm. this is, it's fucking content, man. It's, it sounds yes. dope. It sounds cool. Um, and with that, uh, welcome folks, uh, to episode 40 of the morgue, the official court feed podcast. And with me always is my trusty producer, Mr. Nick Valdez of comicbook.com. What's up, Tex? Howdy, everybody. How do you, Arturo? How you doing? I'm doing great. I am doing very good. Um, it's uh, fucking hot, you know? But, yeah, uh, no shit, dude. It's summertime. It is summertime, you know? Uh, but it's already mid-July, dude. Um, mm. it's, it's Which is wild, if you think about yeah. it, how fast yeah. time is fucking flying. Like, quarantine life, man. Like, it's... <laughs> you know what? I can't wait for this fucking year to fucking end you know what i mean so yeah because it's it's basically in the gutter already right like we like uh, the news we're talking about tonight uh, as part of this show like it's basically like wrap up 2020 it's done yeah (laughs) everybody's everybody's like fuck it it's 2021 now everybody it's wild how sports are so like you know fucking trying hardcore to go out there man yo no shit they started at the time of this recording they're starting that bubble for yeah, the, the NBA players, for the NBA down in Disney, dude. Yeah, I don't. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, like, listen, like, I'm a huge football fan, and I play fantasy football, so I'm definitely hoping something happens. But I'm yeah. cool with taking the year off, fellas. You know? Yeah, um, absolutely. It's been one of those L's for you know for the world. <laughs> for the, yeah, like this, the world took a major L in 2020. Jeez. So I like, I get it. Like everybody's just like. Part of me is like I get why people want to keep fighting this stuff because inherently like, part of me understands. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to wear a mask either. Listen, I don't want to do I that stuff. It. it sucks. I, like I get, I get it. it. I also working. want to go to Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like we you and I, like you have to like deal with a lot of that stuff up front. I don't. I'm yeah. lucky enough that I I'm just like it I'm continuing sucks. working as normal. But dude, it, it, it sucks, sucks wearing a mask like out there. Like I hate it, but I do it because you know you kind of have to. 
uh, because you, you don't know to, who you're like. It's more of like you don't know what's around you. Like if you think that my wife, for example, right, she's an RN. So like mm-hmm. she just says, just pretend everything is everything around you shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know like don't go around fucking touching everything don't go around like you know talking to everyone just kind of like pretend everything is shit around you you know yeah. just kind of stay home where, where you know everything's clean where you have control over everything it's just wild and we, we were talking about the movie theater openings right mm-hmm. and uh how um amc tried to like pretty much start this thing going but the reaction people got um, and people had because of certain opening restrictions, um, whether you wear a mask, whether you not, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, and even more so, Hollywood keeps pushing back these fucking films. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, Tenant, for instance, was supposed to like Nolan and uh, and uh, the studios were fucking steadfast on keeping that early July release date. And bit mm-hmm. by bit, that thing got pushed back, pushed back, but where it got pushed back to like what, like August now? Or yeah. or next year, <laughs> yeah, de- <laughs> right? Yeah, at this point, like we're gonna get probably one more delay from them, and then after that, they're gonna be like, "Look, twenty twenty one." They're gonna give up. They're gonna yeah. give up. The the movies that just got hit recently, Universal. So we've spent basically we've spent forty episodes of the show praising Universal since the quarantine, right? Like they they dropped all their movies digitally at the time. Yeah, dude. they were the ones that were like, okay, here's Invisible Man, here's Trolls, here's all this stuff. Who cares? But now they they They're hit us hard, back. man. They're pushing <laughs> they back. Push back. <laughs> so Candyman, uh, so it was slated to release in September, but now now it's the October movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's the big Halloween movie. It's the big like, October 15th or whatever I think the new date is, but it's the big Halloween movie. And, you know, unfortunately, you also know what that means, right? The mm. Halloween movie can't be a Halloween movie. Boo! <laughs> Yeah, so Halloween Kills is unfortunately pushed not till like oh April, not till summer. No, next, next fucking October. Next o- October twenty twenty one, Arturo. Um, October twenty twenty one. That news is more upsetting because of the teaser trailer they also dropped, which yes. just like explained how everything's gonna happen, and I was yes. like, oh. My God, you can't just give me this little fucking gem right now and then like nothing until next year, bro. That had to that has to be like the first 30 seconds of the movie. Yeah, that has to be it, because you and I had this conversation on a previous episode, too, where we're like, how do you even continue it? Because the house burned down. Exactly. He burned alive. You're like, and so he does it, apparently. So it it tells you it's so exciting because. This clearly was a trilogy. Like it's they clearly like if that like that tells me more about this than anything else, you know. And that's why next October is so fucking brutal, man. That's far away, man. It hurts, dude. Yeah, dude. Because that was uh, we were all really excited about Halloween Kills. Yes. Um, And the fact that we were getting Halloween Kills was exciting, but uh, now we're not, Uh, and we're getting Candyman (laughs) instead. 
I mean, I'm hoping Candyman's worth it Listen, because now, now it's, it, it meant we can't see Halloween. So like, that's always gonna have it against it, Arturo. Like, it, that's a bias, dude. Dude, honestly, like, they'll never be able. To, Candyman will never be able to compete with Michael Myers. But, um, <laughs> you know, I've heard from the director herself that you know she likes the violent stuff. So I, I'm hoping at least. She does the right thing, you know, and she makes a solid fucking flick. I'm just asking for solid. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not yeah. expecting great. Just give me something solid, especially if you're going to release it in theaters. Like, listen, in October, I'm hoping things have calmed down a little bit. I will try and go. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, if, if the option is there, I will see what happens. But I was like, yo, Dude. let's see what happens. Because they're not going to release it on VOD. They're not yeah. going to release it on VOD. Like, that's their big it, it, like that's their last hope it looks like like it's their it's their last hook in the theater dude, it's <laughs> mid-july and no theaters are open yet you mm-hmm. know what i mean and the ones that have tried to open in california got shut down because of the cases that fucking ar- you know arise during the last several weeks like yeah. these people like we, i keep saying it i sound like a fucking broken record but it's they have to just give us the content man Give us yeah. the fucking content on VOD. Obviously, we'll pay for it. You know, we will pay for it because we have this money that we wanted to spend in the theater. And we wanted to buy your popcorn and your fucking expensive sodas and shit. And we mm-hmm. wanted to, you know, get your fucking, you know, like, you know, choose these seats that are worth twenty one ninety five in some places here in New York City. Like, yeah. we wanted to fucking throw you money. But you're over here kind of just wanting more money. And Listen, I get it. It's a business. You want to try and recuperate the losses and the investment, you know, but there comes a time where, as I mentioned before, like, I'm just not going to be excited for it. Like, for instance, yeah. movies that like, I'm just whatever. If they show up, I'll be like, whatever. All right, cool. I should have gotten that last year. Uh, yeah. Like, just add it to the pile of other movies already stacking up, you know? No shit, because, like, I, you know, I've wondered, oh, is it, like, legal stuff that that means that they can't put that shit out? It could always be that. We don't know. But the point, like, the point is they're not giving it. And, like, what what sucks is, like I said, Candyman's going to have that bias because that's going to be their one movie. And we've talked about here before, too, where it's, like, which movie would you risk it all for? And Halloween Kills probably would have been ours. That I'll was say that be straight it. out. That yeah, was like be I, it legit. Yeah, I'd be like, "Fuck it, I gotta go." <laughs> I'm like, "I'll wear, I'll wear my fucking N95 and then a Michael Myers mask on top." <laughs> like I, you know what I mean? Like, I'll suffocate just like he does. Like yeah. You hear him in the old school movie, just breathing. <gasps> it's like, damn, like you gotta fucking yeah. take a breath of fresh air, and um, studios gotta take a breath of fucking fresh air because I guarantee you that movie's not gonna get released in October. Yeah, and it sucks because, like, Universal gave us Invisible Man on digital. And, like, we've said a hundred billion times, and we'll say it a hundred billion times more. Like, Invisible Man was great. It was so great. with all the Oscars this year. Yeah, because, oh, yeah, they moved those to, like, I I forget. It's, like, April or some shit like that? It's, like, March or April, yeah. Some shit. Yeah. But, um, no, so Invisible Man's great. And we were always like, I remember we said this too on that episode. You should check that one out. That we were like, man, what is Lebanon going to do next? What's his next thing? Because now he's a guy. You know he's what I mean? The he, guy. Made, he made himself the guy. And if that proves anything, is with our next big story. So 
Leigh Bunnell uh, has signed on to... So first, it was Ryan Gosling signing on to a new Wolfman picture for Universal. Which, which was, was exciting enough because yeah. it's Ryan Gosling. And he's I, uh, I agree. a fucking good fucking actor. And he's able to kind of do very good things on screen. And it was interesting that he would pick a project like that because he's such a serious actor, you know? Um, and Wolfman, you know, it's not really in the realm of reality that he usually kind of frequents for his roles. So it was I very agree, exciting yeah. for that. Um, and then now hearing that uh, the director of The Invisible Man, the universal yes. monster Invisible Man, is now in charge of the other universal monster product, the Wolfman. Um, yes. That's very exciting because my favorite monster of all time, Frankenstein, is a universal monster. And... Uh, um, you know, I have patience. I have patience. So if we get this going, dude, 1L is going to be in charge of the Universal Monster franchise. And that's some exciting shit, dude. Um, yeah, especially dude. after, especially after how good Invisible Man was and how, how grounded he was able to make the thing, you know? Yeah. Cause that's, what's got me most curious because like it, so the report so far is that he's directing it's not clear whether or not he's writing because he did co-write the other one. Okay. And that's why, like, you know, that's why Invisible Man felt more complete. So it's like, is he directing and writing it? Because that is a big difference, you know? I and, think, yeah, it is a big difference. But I think having Gosling in that role, I think he would want him to kind of have true. a part in that. That's true. Like, like, knowing the success of Invisible Man. Listen, like. Ryan Gosling probably signed on to fucking Wolfman because of Invisible Man. You know what I mean? Like, That's true. Like, he's, he, he realized, wait a minute, there's potential here that people haven't explored yet. Like, people are always taking the very fantastical and very dramatic approach to these, like, monsters. But, like, hey, let's ground it as much as we can. Let's bring technology into the fold as Invisible Man did. And let's fucking give him a solid horror flick. With suspense, like with real fucking suspense, real like like mm-hmm. edge of your seat white knuckle suspense. Um, yeah, because like at, at the at the core of it, Invisible Man was just like a personal story. Like, yes. It was personal horror. Like yeah. it was very like between two people. Yes. And you're right. Like that's if if they can nail that with Wolfman, because they kind of have to. Because Wolfman's always been like one dude figuring shit out for himself yeah Yeah, it's like just one dude going through a transition you know Mm -hmm. pretty much and how he's dealing with that transition and how uh the people around him are going to be dealing with that transition and i think it's great you have somebody like ryan gosling because like we mentioned the dude's solid and he's able to emote um in a lot of ways that uh, i think would benefit um what i'm curious is the the makeup and the look of the wolfman this time around yeah you know, we remember Benicio Del Toro's version, right? Mm. Um, which was that same bulky kind of like, like it was very throwbackish, you know? Yeah, it was it was classic like werewolf style. When you think like a werewolf man kind of thing, you yeah. think like the way. Yeah. yeah. And then we've had a uh, Jack Nicholson and Wolf, you know? Yes. Where it was just Jack Nicholson with fangs, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, but he looked great though. Like they did a great job with his makeup in that movie. I I think it's because. Well, because when you have a face like Jack Nicholson's, I know, right? Right? like it's like, why would you do too much to it? Like it was like he was a good Joker because it's just like, oh, let's make the smile permanent, and yeah. like, the rest of his face was good. You know, I, I shared that article where there was some BTS stuff, um, mm-hmm. uh, um, where Jack Nicholson actually like 
chose the makeup for the Joker. And legit, uh, that's cool. And he got a lot of pushback from Burton, but he was able to kind of just make it his vision because he brought to the table. He was like, "Hey, listen, like in the comic books, Joker has this elongated kind of chin. So if you make the smile." kind of permanent like that it kind of shows a bit more elongation of like the jawline that would yeah. make it kind of look longer and it's absolutely true and with that smile that jack has you know it's fucking perfect it, it was you know? it was set like it was done we yeah, were absolutely. done like it's history but you know um that's that's the other question i have for you Arturo. so two big questions right you know how invisible man makes it like we just said it makes it more grounded and stuff so the first question is how would you make Wolfman grounded? How do you think that's how do you think they do that? Is it a mystical thing? Like that because that's the thing. Werewolves are inherently mystical. Yeah, it's because a monster of the moon aspect. That, yeah. Yes, yes. So it's like, how do you ground this? Is it gonna be like Spider-Man and Jace where he gets bitten by a wolf and then gets wolf powers? <laughs> <laughs> like it's like, oh, science radioactive wolf powers. It's tough, man. Know? Like, um, <laughs> I know, for instance, uh, if we can uh, call back um, an American werewolf in London, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of the most realistic, per se, um, transition in terms of becoming a wolf. Like, it, right. he was attacked by a werewolf and he was kind of mauled up and stuff like that. Um, his friend got killed, but then he, he got scratched, you know? So that was kind of cool because it wasn't anything crazy. It was a scratch, you know, and it it was his bite as well. In terms of today, it's going to be interesting, dude. I honestly have no fucking clue how they'll do that because what you're going to have like a dog bite him or something (laughs) like like (laughs) what what I'm saying. Like, what what is his profession going to be? You know, like, what is he going to is he going to be like a zookeeper kind of shit or something? (laughs) Oh, shit. Is he going to be like, is he a scientist? Is he just like a guy jogging one morning or is he like, you know, like that's a, jogging one right morning or, and then just randomly gets fucking mauled up by a random werewolf thing. And then, yeah, it, it doesn't you, you don't you can get away with it by not explaining shit like that, by just having mm-hmm. him, like you said, just jogging in the park or something gets attacked by this wolf thing. The wolf runs off. Right. And then. From there, you don't really need to explain shit because the movie's called Wolfman, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. You don't even be like, oh, so he's a Wolfman? <laughs> oh, um, but, uh, and then they'll have a werewolf, a fucking bar mitzvah, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> so, Boys becoming yeah. men, men becoming men wolves. Men becoming wolves. <laughs> uh, so, the other, the, the other big question, Arturo, is would you want a shared universe? I would. I right? absolutely we, would. We I absolutely bring, uh, would. But then that's the thing. If you're going to mm-hmm. do that, you're going to have to kind of follow in the same guidelines as Invisible Man. So we know yes. that the Invisible Man aspect of it was this fucking awesome, you know, optical suit, right? So, you know, you're going to have to kind of do something then with the Wolfman thing, you know? Because yeah. it's, it's – it's going to be hard, you know? It's the same thing, for example, with Frankenstein, you know? You're going to, what, you're going to piece together a fucking person from different things, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. It's, and, and the mummy. The, the, the mummy, I think they can easily, not easily, but it, they'd have an easier time explaining that one in a more grounded way because, you know, archaeology digs and, you know, Egypt curses and shit like that, you know? Yeah. Um, but Wolfman, Frankenstein, 
uh, creature from the Black Lagoon can actually be explained by, you know, the depths of the ocean kind of shit, right? Oh, yeah. It's just a, like, honestly, like, that's the beauty of Universal's monsters. They yeah. all just kind of explain themselves what you say what they are. Yeah, oh, creature from the Black oh, it's, Lagoon? It's, it's, it's oh, he's just lagoon. a creature from the <laughs> There's this lagoon, and it's like, you know. He's, he's just so, a creature in it. Yeah. It's so deep. It's dark. It's black, you know. And he just lives there and hangs out and shit and kidnaps women, you know? Um, and then it's like what you said with the Wolfman. You yeah. know, the movie's called Wolfman. So, <laughs> like, again, like, that's – but that's the thing with these Universal Monster movies. Like, for instance, in Invisible Man, um, I was looking for that aspect the entire time. I was like, where is this going to come from? Where is this Invisible Man thing? And then they brought that suit and you're like, wow, that's fucking genius, you know? So um, – I'm hoping with Le1L back on the helm, um, he would kind of contribute for sure ideas to honestly, it, it it's the same studio. It has to be connected, you know? Yeah. Um, and the fact that you're bringing back these properties, like, like legit old school universal properties, invisible man, Wolfman, um, universal monsters, you know, like we just mentioned all the, yeah, all, they, all the other they things. tried. It's like, remember they tried that dark universe shit. Remember? Yeah, we're like with we had uh, the mummy with yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah, with Tom Cruise. You know what's funny? I've I still never really fully seen that movie, um, but <laughs> I I know it's not that great because the parts yeah, I've seen just like uh, what's going on? And then you had that's uh, why they just that's why they yeah, dropped it, dude. And then you had uh, Russell Crowe as as uh, Jekyll and Hyde. And yeah. then they wanted to bring Johnny Depp as fucking Invisible Man, right? Mm. I'm glad that one didn't happen, but. Uh, yeah, ill. Yeah, uh, knowing like knowing uh, Johnny Depp's Invisible Man, it would have been the creeper route. We would have got Hollow Man too. You know, uh, or no, they did a Hollow Man too. So this would have been they did, Hollow they did Man. Too. <laughs> if anything, as you just name the next movie Kevin Bacon. You know, yeah, just name it Kevin Bacon. That's it, and, and then just get Kevin Bacon back. Oh, Kevin Bacon. But yeah, you're right. They nailed it with Invisible Man, and now Wolfman's already more exciting because it's like. That's see, that's the right thing to do. You get someone who nails it, and then you ask him, "Yo, do you, do you think you could do work your magic with this one?" And he was probably like, "Yeah, I got an idea." You know, they're like, "Cool, he, do it." He probably's like, <laughs> "Hook, line, and sinker." <laughs> it worked. It's like I got an idea, and then he has a fucking like a a trunk full of scripts. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. If he like, you're right though. If he turns out to be like the Universal Monsters guy, I would not have a problem. This Invisible Man is that man. good, you know. Yeah. Like we'll, we'll get his Dracula, we'll get his mummy, his Frankenstein, his it's creature, mm, right? The creature. creature. We'll get we'll get Invisible <laughs> Woman because it, it because it, be, it turned into Invisible Woman, right? Yeah, and you yeah. know what? You can probably do Bride of Frankenstein and Frankenstein in the same movie. That, so depends how Fra- that all depends how Frankenstein goes, you know. Oh yeah, you're right. What idea yeah. behind that, you know? Yeah. That's, it's uh, like, do you do you bring tough. back someone from the dead, or that's what I'm saying? Like, and if it's a shared universe, dude, you know, ooh. But then it's like you can totally do a shared universe, and you don't have to do all Marvel with it. Like, there's no, no big team up. You could just be like, oh, there's an invisible like there's an invisible lady who saved me. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, because <laughs> honestly, there was never a team up. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's not yeah. Monster Squad. You know what I mean? Um, it's universal monsters so like they can live in the same universe but they don't even have to interact they don't they shouldn't you know they they have nothing to do with each other you know what i mean yeah but if they're gonna be in the same universe they're gonna have to have 
the same kind of grounded, you know, reality that uh, Invisible Man had. And um, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and with that, folks, uh, thanks uh, for uh, joining us here. And uh, we're back with our uh, final girl summer. Last week, we spoke about the greatness of Melissa George. The week before, we spoke about the awesomeness of Jane Levy. Um, we started this whole this whole idea came to fruition from with Scream, which is still kind of you know up there. Like we, we keep mm-hmm. looking for that kind of the the one, you know, that final girl, and it's always kind of shit, man. You can't top Nev Campbell. You, you cannot top the Scream franchise because she's in every single one of those movies. That's you know? true. That's and true. we've been you know just pounding our heads. Um, as to where can we go with that? We had some kind of inkling of an idea for tonight um, of where we can go with that, but obviously, um, it's not. It's no scream. Um, so tonight yeah, because gonna- <laughs> it's like you know there were there were when scream came out there were a lot of pretenders yes. trying to do the scream thing. We got yes. we got movies like Urban Legend. We got movies like uh, what was the other one? There was another one like besides the one we're talking about tonight. But you're right because. It's no scream. And, you know, she's the final girl we're talking about tonight is no Nev Campbell. But she's also like, we'll, we'll get into it. Arturo. Yeah. So we're, we're, but, yeah. uh, wait. but weren't they both on Party of Five at one point? Right. Yes, they were. Right. So, yes, I you mean, see? so it comes back yeah. to Fox and yeah. Party of Five. Which I yeah, never I mean, saw because it was boring. It's the summer, so it's like it's the official start of summer, at least around me. It feels like you know it's a hundred degrees every day. Over oh no, here. yeah, it's fucking hot over here in New York too, dude. Yeah, um, and uh, you know why it's hot? Because it's summer, and I know what you did last summer, Tex. <laughs> and uh, you know it was uh, sit here and talk about horror. Uh, yes. But uh, I know what you did last summer. Um, I remember seeing this movie. Um, on a road trip down to Virginia Beach, all right? <laughs> uh, it was my cousin, my brother, you know, my mom, my aunt and shit. And then we rented I Know What You Did Last Summer in the hotel, right? Um, uh, and it was, uh, it was it was cool, I guess. You know, I, I was fucking, well, how old was I? I had to have been like 11 or 12 or some shit, right? And it was cool for an 11-year-old. It was memorable because of Jennifer Love Hewitt. You know, yes. You know, and her uh, and her talents, but the movie itself, man, it wasn't as memorable as um, as I remember. I, I so I just popped it in, you know, uh, several hours ago before we, you know, just jumped on mm-hmm. the conversation, and mm-hmm. I just don't remember anything that happened in that movie. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, <laughs> it sucks that you don't know what happens in I know what you did last summer. You know. <laughs> It's like, well, if you don't know, who does? You know? Yeah, dude. It's um, like I I remember watching. I'm like, damn. Like I don't remember these characters being so shitty. You know? Yes. Yes. Um, especially like, yeah, just shitty overall. Just it was very just very 90s written, very early 2000s writing. You know? Um, yeah. But the characters are just shitty. Um, obviously yeah, they just, get away with the just murder. Shitty, shitty, shitty people. Yeah, just, shitty people. So, dude, so yeah, okay. absolutely. Let's get into it, I, dude. Yeah, I know what you did last summer. It's one of the it's one of the more unique of the scream pretenders, you know, of the MTV slasher generation of like young like young actors at the time who were 
started to pop out in a lot of shit. Like Sarah Michelle Geller, you know, this is uh was this pre Buffy? This is around the same uh, time, right? No, you know what? This is the cruel intentions era. No, no, Ryan Phillippe, dude, like he I remember thinking how good he like I used to think he was. Yeah, it was one of those guys where I was like, where did he go? Is he like on is he in cop shows on TV now or some you know shit? What, like um, he was in that uh, uh, shooter show on USA. Oh, oh yeah, he was Bobby yeah. Lee Swagger. Yeah, yeah. so th- that was his resurgence. You know what I mean? Like he dropped yeah. off for a long time because um, I know, remember like it was he was just in random movies here and there. Wasn't he in that uh, in that movie? Who was it with Benicio del Toro? I think The Way of the Gun or some shit like that. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, but like he wasn't really that good, you know. And then in this yeah. movie, he's just <laughs> such a fucking piece of shit yeah like, that's what i'm saying like i i remember thinking like you were right i remember thinking this movie was better than it actually is yeah you know? i was like yeah this shit sucks and it was fucking boring too on top of that yeah so yeah. um so um what we get here with our final girl jennifer love hewitt um is it's a little different to call her a final girl on this one because her morality gets skewed because of other yeah. people um like all right so obviously everyone's probably seen this movie so you know um they accidentally um hit a person um mm. in the middle of the highway um but instead of reporting it to the cops they fucking just dumped the body, you know, because they're fresh out of high school and our opportunity and, you know, yeah, and they're where, like, oh, I'm going, gonna do? I'm going to New York. I'm, I'm going go- to college. I'm I like, know. You know. I'm going to be a football star. I'm going to be an actress. What, what are we going to do? Oh, let's just dump the body, you know, <laughs> and then and then the smart one out of all of them, Jennifer Love Hewitt, she kind of just allows them to do this. Like, you know, so she goes along with this and uh her morality gets skewed, um, skewed up, as I said. And then, you know, she spends this whole year in college absolutely miserable. And she looks like absolute shit. And yeah. I, like the entire I, it's year. one of my – it's my favorite <laughs> fucking thing in the whole fucking movie, Arturo. I, I busted out laughing when I realized I was like – Oh, this is not how she looked through the whole movie. It, it, it didn't click because yeah. before she was like the nerdy girl who's like shy and who's also virginal. You know, so they like floofed her hair up a bit. Yeah. And they like dressed her in like this like drab clothing. She's like Fucking in a long skirt. Clothing, you know, it's blossom. Yes. Clothing, you know? Yes. And like then she kills somebody or she helps bury it and then fucking she spends the whole fucking year miserable first of all yeah and her hair's all matted and wet now yeah and like, now she's wearing like crop tops and like <laughs> yeah she's, and she's all pale now and then her mom asks her are you on drugs <laughs> like what the so, so like yeah so that's what this me, whole- it's it's the most unique hook of like these slasher movies is they kill somebody and they're yeah. they're shitty, but they're also like you said they're shitty people. They and are the most the most moral person is this one girl who's like who who just like I I don't know where it's like you they just go on with their lives. It's so weird, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, and then it's so shitty because uh, for instance, uh. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr.'s character, right? He's like they always say he's trying to fit in with them and shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not really one of them, I guess, because he's uh, you know, like he's not wealthy, probably, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they always bring that up, 
And uh, which I thought was fucked up because even when they hit the guy, you know, it wasn't even his fault because he was actually driving because, you know, Ryan Phillippe's shitty character was drunk, right? Yeah. And he was fucking screaming like a little bitch out of the top of the sunroof. Woo! Woo! And then, they br- and then he drops <laughs> his fucking bottle and it falls on Freddie Prince Jr. And he hits this fucking guy. And then Ryan Phillippe has the balls to blame Freddie Prince Jr. I'm like, you stupid piece of shit. Like, you are a shitty person. Um, and I'm glad they all spent that year shitty, you know? Yeah, that's true. They all broke up. They haven't, it's like they made a pact to not talk about it again. And then they all split up. It seemed like, cause they all went their separate yeah. ways. Um, yeah, well, it's like, would you, shitty. which I get, cause it's like, would you hang out with those people ever again? No, absolutely not. Like I would never fucking add like the, the whole thing with Jennifer Love Hewitt's character. And that's the crazy thing. I don't remember any of their names anymore. Like, no, it's me like, neither. Oh, it's, it's Jennifer Love Hewitt's it's character. It's Sarah Michelle Geller, you know, Ryan <laughs> yeah. Phillippe, Freddie <laughs> Prince Jr., you know? Yeah, so when Jennifer Love Hewitt was like, I don't want to know you. And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> he fucking said, let's, let's fucking dump this body in the water, you know? And, and then he almost like, choked her out, too. <laughs> yeah, that's he was like, Holy oh, shit. like you, like, like, just remember, you know, don't say shit or whatever, you know? And then yeah. on, top, on top of that, Freddie Prince Jr. lets him touch his girl like that, bro. You just de-virginize this girl, right? That's true. And yeah. then this fucking piece of shit puts his hands on her and you don't do anything? Like, wow, you're a piece of shit. Like, it, come on, dude. Like, and then I, I, it's, oh, it's frustrating how bad these characters are. And then you just don't feel anything for them anymore you're like okay whatever and then the killing starts and you're like the killing doesn't start to like the killing doesn't start to like an hour in i guess it's because they're they're hour ever yeah because it's like like i i i understand it because it's more about the characters i guess going through like this mystery but but then like the shit yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so I, uh, full disclosure, you texted me when you were watching this. You're like, I fucking passed. Like, you had a micro down? Yeah, dude. Were, I, so, when did you, so when did you pass out? Like, just when, what as was the, okay. Sarah Michelle Geller was about to die. I legit okay. remember her fucking running away from the dude, right? And then I passed uh-huh. out. And then I woke up with them on the fucking boat. And, and, Freddy <laughs> yeah, Jr. And, and the fucking and this old white guy with a hook in his head. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, what just happened? Okay, you know? so <laughs> this movie gets even more like unnecessarily complicated, and also in doing so, it takes away the one good thing about it. You know, because the good thing is that they murdered someone. Yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, they, it, it's them getting their punishment. They're just desserts. They're getting yeah, their comeuppance, dude. Yeah, because they killed someone. It's a cool hook, like uh, yeah. hook. But okay, so <laughs> so what happens is she Jennifer Love Hewitt figures out that the guy they hit with the car was not like David Egan, but like a dude trying to kill the dude. So like the the body they found was like uh, no no okay so he <laughs> that's what it's like it's already it's already confusing. So the guy they thought they killed, they didn't kill because yeah. the guy with the hook at the end it was the murderer the whole time. But like, oh, so that old guy killed that young lighthouse dude, then, right? Yes. Okay, yes. so before they even hit him, he was dead. Yes. And so, but no, no, but that was the other thing. They didn't hit the dead guy. 
So oh, they, they hit the eat. old guy. Yes. And they threw him over. They threw, yeah, so they threw the dead guy. It, like, it, it's so fucking stupid because it's like, there, aren't there supposed to be two carcasses this whole time? Yeah, but, like, that's what it sounds like. So the whole thing, it was it's a fake out. They didn't kill anybody because the guy they hit is the hook guy. And he's like, well, you fucking like, that's why he was like, when you, when you hit somebody, the sure, no, no, fuck, what was it? Oh, yeah, make, make sure, sure you they're kill dead, them. right? Yeah, yeah, it's like, don't leave them for, when you leave someone for dead, make sure they're dead. There we go. That's what he said. And I was like, that's so stupid. Because where is the other carcass? Like, and then, and then, of course, he piles all the bodies in his fishing so, boat okay. full of ice. You yeah, know? I saw that. That was fucking hilarious. Uh, it was kind of Scooby Doo <laughs> shit. Uh, but yeah, it's like, oh, look, uh, all, the, all the evidence is over here, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, it was it sucked, too, because I liked the ice thing. That was yeah, a yeah, cool little was, horror yeah. movie, like, runaway thing, you know, where yeah, she's that, like, yeah, she's just, like, trying to pilot because like it's because it's smart, you know, because she's like, fuck, let me pilot this door. You know, like, it's it, it, it was a cool little thing. But then, yeah, then it goes Scooby-Doo. <laughs> it's like, all right. So he, the guy in the beginning of the movie, the lighthouse boy, right? So yes. he, he actually did commit suicide then. He yeah. jumped off the fucking cliff then, right? From the beginning of the movie. Yeah. You know, it's funny. He looked like John Mayer for a second. I was like, this is John Mayer? I'm like, oh, no. Okay. Yeah, the movie was not good. Yeah. This was, like, this, that this was, was the not other good. Thing. Like, and and I'm him- glad. Dude, I'm very, I'm so glad we didn't have to sit through this part two because we, because we were going to do it. We were, we were uh, yeah. Full disclosure: we before we started this episode, we were like we should watch both parts. But you and I both came to the same conclusion. <laughs> I, I, I told you after I watched the first. I saw it first. I didn't tell you anything about it, and I was just like, I'm not going to do part two. <laughs> then, yeah, I told you. I was like, I was like, I'm only watching part one, dude. <laughs> because I remember part two, and that was fucking shit. Like their thing yeah. was fucking. They win the fake uh, like sweepstakes or whatever, a mm. fake contest to go to this fucking island, and they fucking go in the middle of hurricane season, which is like, huh? Would you send me there then? And the only people in the hotel is such a trash yeah. movie. Brandy's in it. She's like the you know she's like Beyonce and Jay. She's terrible, you know. Like yeah, every yeah. everyone in the movie was terrible. Like it, like and again. The end of part one, right? You have Jennifer Love Hewitt in this shower. And then apparently this guy is back and attacks her in the shower. Like, what happens between that and part two? Like, how is there even a sequel? Because technically it gives the impression like, okay, he got her. She's dead. Right? But no. But it also doesn't make sense either. Because how is he behind the mirror? And how did he put the... How did he put I still know in the mirror? Listen, obviously while he's a behind pervert. the mirror and like get it correct. You know, and it wasn't reversed. Yeah, it, wasn't no, it wasn't like reversed. <laughs> it was nice and straight too, right? And it was only for when the steam came up. You know, so it's like he he had to have done it there, immediately gone behind the mirror, stood there in the two seconds that she went out to go check the note or to check the little invitation. Second of all, who fucking, what kind of invitation is that? Like, yeah, who, like, oh, let's scribble some shit on some paper to tell people there's a party? That's not yeah, how that works. You would, it would just be a flyer. It's college. It would just be like, yo, here's a flyer. Yo, here's this. Oh, man, Tex. Unfortunately for us, we actually know what they did last summer. And it was make that fucking movie. Well, I guess uh, we lucked out by not watching that uh, sequel to that movie. And thank you, folks, for listening. 
uh, to tonight's episode, episode 40 of the official Corpse Feed podcast, The Morgue. And with me always is my trusty co-host, Mr. Nick Valdez at comicbook.com. And uh, I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. Um, and thank you for joining us on uh, this summer of Final Girl. And next week, it's going to be a good one. We're going to talk about Nancy and Nightmare on Elm Street. And I hope you guys are safe out there. Stay sick. Stay brutal. Stay safe again. Wear that fucking mask. Wash your fucking hands. And... As always, it's a scary world out there, but we're here to walk you through it. Mm-hmm.